0: Talk Radio will actually educate, inspire, and make you think. The future is now. Topics and music that affect your life. From Universal Broadcasting Network. Tune in at UBNradio.com.
1: Thank you for being... ...Boulevard.
2: Life is a banquet, and most poor suckers are starving to death. I'd like to propose a toast
3: Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, okay, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemanly ladies, and some lady gentlemen, because we know that they're listening, today especially. Um, Welcome to On the Rocks, Uh, we have a very special episode, usually we have drag queens and magicians just popping out left (laughs) and right, Um, we have a very special evening uh, with Emmy nominated, Uh, she's in every film that you love, um, and some that you have to go home and think about, (laughs) Ileana Douglas.
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness, yay. Thanks for having me here. Oh please. I'm, I'm, missing, I'm missing my dance class for this. So.
3: Me too, my Zumba. Yeah. Oh Zumba. I don't even say it right. S- Zumba. 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 I've missed a few classes as you can tell. Anyway.
1: Uh, how's that going?
3: Really well. Uh, my guest co-host today, um, actor Michael Vega, you're a you're bye you buy coastal buy, actor wow.
1: buy something <laughs> yes <laughs> i buy everything
3: you were in new york you were in san francisco um acting you and i have established a friendship you have such a great insight into the world of acting and and film and theater so perfect perfect choice and then of course um my my favorite jew <laughs> wow because there's so many in hollywood <laughs> <So>. they own <laughs> hollywood yeah. don't you know yeah. I <laughs> Hashtag do <it>. #trump anyway <laughs> stan zimmerman uh writer producer golden girls gilmore girls roseanne uh you just had a reading in new york i did in fact we back. have a picture oh here we go when we had lunch you're like oh uh sherry shepherd's doing my reading i'm like why And you're like no no she's 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 really great what what I happened th- during this th- week th- in New York?
2: Craziness. I fell in love with all of them because I didn't know Sherry before or Rachel Dratch, who yeah. I knew, She's so underrated, by the way. So underrated. I mean, well, Michael Yuri Michael Yuri, a good friend of mine, and uh, Amanda Burst from Married with Children, director Stop there. dropping
3: names, Dan. Okay, what other names can I drop? <laughs>
2: Isabel Keating, who was Tony nominated. She played Judy Garland in The Boy from Oz. I play Judy Garland every Friday say, night well, in West well, Hollywood. You, you just go. have to pay attention.
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's a sorry story. <laughs>
2: And it was really fun. We did the play in in L.A. uh, two years ago and it ran for five months. And so we're looking to bring it to New York. So it's great to hear it in New York. And it's obviously New York is a very different audience than L.A. And, you know, you learn a lot. You've done many readings. Well, actually, we had a reading. (laughs) This is
3: the connection of all connections. (laughs) Crazy.
2: I called her. I wanted to do a reading of Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. And, of course, when you think of Martha, you think of Ileana Douglas. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) She's too young, though.
0: the the comic version
2: actually the play is written much younger than it usually is played then I'll play Martha tomorrow (laughs) and I remember I contacted you do you you remember the story at all absolutely and what were you doing the night before do you remember uh, that? No, uh, that I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> Vincent D'Onofrio. No. Um uh, you know, oh, there you go. On purpose? No, you you said, this is so weird. I had just watched the movie of Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. Okay. And you flew back a day early so that we can do this reading in my living room mm-hmm. with Jonathan Penner, who's an old friend I went to Summerstock with as yes. a kid from Survivor.
0: People know him, of course, yes, from Survivor. Survivor which yes, Survivor, So strange.
2: And you had a connection with him. Uh, and w- yes. What
0: kind of connection,
2: Eliana?
3: Because I read a- your book. You had a
0: lot of connections. <laughs> We were in a film <laughs> a called uh, "Wedding Bell Blues," and who was in that movie? Uh, uh, Paulina, Jul- Paulina Porizkova, Julie Warner, and uh, Debbie Reynolds. There you go, uh, Debbie Reynolds. Tips big up. names. And who are the guys? John Corbett. Yes, was in it. Charles uh, Smith. He's got three names though. It's in. I can't think of his name. Charles Smith.
2: And then we had Christina Ricci playing yes. Honey. How crazy was and that? And I knew
0: Christina from uh, an, the ill-fated movie. You can't call a movie <laughs> Cursed. Because we were in a movie <laughs> called <laughs> Cursed. And it was Cursed. And I was Cursed. And they cut me out of the movie. Uh-oh. Never heard of it. Uh, but yeah. you
2: need to play Martha. That's my dream is to direct her in Martha. Oh. And we're going to do it. I know how it should be. Started. What if you did the love musical to, version?
3: Because, you to. know, Ileana loves to sing. Uh, one of her first auditions was, of course, to Liza's Maybe This Time. Yes.
0: That would be interesting. The mm-hmm. cat well, Sing- in your book, the, I learned a lot
2: about you in the su- in the dinner theater. I didn't know that part about you.
0: Yes, well, that was me attempting as a child <laughs> to get into show business. It wasn't quite as successful as I wanted it to be. Lying about my age, and eventually, <laughs> and I serving w- drinks to serving drinks to older people, and trying to figure out what a rusty nail is. And w-
1: <laughs> what is a rusty nail? Drambuie and scotch. There you oh, I'm yes. oh, oh. a drinker with
0: yeah. a twit. <laughs> Yeah, sponsored by you? alcoholics. How dare you? Yeah. Apparently, it was, a, it was a very popular. <laughs> Drank in 1979.
3: Um, so, Ileana, you yes. are here to talk about. You know, the only thing I read now are Grinder profiles and and Facebook posts.
0: Uh-huh. Um, but you are you, were here are you on Grinder? No. no, I'm I so know. out of it. I don't, it's a sandwich right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. It can be. Uh, oh God! Oh God! Oh, That's oh me. A
2: second. God. That literally took me a second. Thank you. Most of my okay. jokes do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> tell it to be Arthur.
3: Anyway. <laughs> the vodka. This is vodka. Um, you've written this book. I blame Dennis Hopper. Yes. And I'll tell you, um people don't know me as a reader. I I I couldn't stop reading it. Um, it's not even like a book. It's like somebody is telling you the most fantastic stories. Mm-hmm. And because Ileana, you are so iconic, mm-hmm. I heard your voice reading this to well, me the whole thing. Every inflection thank was you. totally your voice.
0: Well, I, that, that's what I worked really hard to do because I, if I was if I was going to do a memoir, I didn't want it to be a you know boring memoir about people's career accomplishments. Um, and I've always been a great observer. I think of myself as a rememberer. I've met so many incredible people, you know, from Roddy McDowell to Marlon Brando. Um, obviously people I've worked with like Martin Scorsese and Gus Van Zandt, Alison Anders, and was there at the, you know, some of the height of the independent film movement, but I didn't, I wanted it to be great stories, but the framework is movies is, is how, how my whole life in a sense was formed by my parents seeing the movie Easy Rider and that changing their lives, and then in turn that turn changing my life, and really set me in the. I believe changed my destiny.
1: I'd like to pen a sequel. I blame <laughs> Ileana Douglas because <laughs> I now know what it feels like to spew tomato sauce out of my nose <laughs> and get the said tomato sauce out of my keyboard.
0: Yes. So it was a
1: line. I mean, it was all funny. But I, when I got to the line very early on, where you say where you talk about the the commune. And yeah. uh, where you say, uh, this person brought this person, this person brought this person, and every other third person was named Sasha, whether boy or girl. And yes,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's true. In the 70s, it was a very it's popular Sasha. name. It, men, women, everybody called themselves Sasha. You know, <laughs> They do Tomi- that in Moscow, too, in Russia.
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> <is> true. But, <laughs> but they don't have to on the paper, so... Yeah. Sp- yeah.
3: But during that whole commune section of the book, and yes. um, I really want this interview, Like, I want to talk to you about everything... Uh, not not in the book cuz i i sure. cuz i did research on you and i love you and i i rewatched your movies this week i've lived Ileana this last week all right <laughs> sweeties all right um uh cuz i I've, I've watched some of the interviews you've done and you know they ask the same questions and all that so just for our listeners just sure. a real fast recap of of your career uh, Cape Fear good uh, emmy nominated for 6 feet under which you don't discuss in the book No. is that well- in the
0: sequel Again, there there will be a sequel because again the framework of the book is that it's stories. It's fifteen stories. When I was a kid, I used to love short story books because I found it. I have a little bit of ADD, and it was very hard for me to read. <laughs> I know you're laughing. I know it's a like, serious. This is disease, very serious. Okay. Come on, but that's almost like the book is like you're telling something. And you're like,
3: oh wait a minute, and then this and this. I'm like, ah, Ileana.
0: Yes, well that's <laughs> how I do. I go off on a tangent, then that could be even funnier. What was
2: your process in writing it? Did you record it? Did you have something? Someone.
0: No, 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 no. I, I had the the uh, the concept came from this idea because I was working with Turner Classic Movies, and so much, and so many times in my life, people have said your life is like a movie. It just seems incredible these twists and turns and. And every time I've tried to be successful, it never works. And then <laughs> when I give up, it's like something just literally drops in my hands, and then I'm I'm doing it. So, it, all these crazy you know plot twists that are like a movie. And then the, my parents seeing Easy Rider, that sort of framed again the movie. My grandfather being Melvin Douglas taking me on the set of being there, that mm. seemed also like a movie. And so I knew that. I wanted I wanted the each story to be in a sense like a movie. So when I'm t- mm. telling the story about Alison and Anders and doing Grace of My Heart,
3: mm. love that chapter. That's
0: mm. essentially love like, that movie. It's like a road trip. Mm. That chapter is like a road trip mm. movie. It's a journey of two women. That, you know we met many years ago we're still friends to this day and how this you know how that friendship and how the film uh, changed me and the longevity of that so then there's another chapter about um, going to the drive-in which was a really important social thing for me growing up and so me watching the movies and the horror movies and so and then I actually had something, Really, really scary. The creepy guy
3: with yeah. the car and yeah. then the weird chair in the woods.
0: Yeah, and, and had somebody to tr- try to, you know, it was really a really traumatic experience. Had and somebody- Squirm,
1: I had not. I did see that in the drive-in, and Squirm. I had not even remembered that time until I read it. I was like, oh, my God, Worms. I remember Squirm.
0: Oh, all those movies. <laughs> and, and little did we know this they said that, you know, they would... Become uh, grindhouse classics. (laughs) But I was the one who was always watching the movie while everybody else was sort of making out and and had money to buy food, which I didn't.
2: But did you record it? Because it seems so much like you're just talking. No, telling. It is so conversational. Yeah. Did you you wrote it actually sitting at a computer?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was. But again, that's that's what I wanted it to be. And so I also having it be my first book. Uh, I thought, you know, I have to throw out wanting to be a great writer. You know, I I said, just tell a good story. That's what I would always tell myself. I'd say, step away, tell a good story, try to picture this, remember it, and try to capture – all the details as you remember it, as if you're telling the story, as, as if somebody is sitting next to you. That was always my mantra, as if somebody is sitting next to you mm. on the couch and you're watching the movie mm. and you go, did you ever see Reincarnation of Peter Proud? Let me tell you the story, you know, because that is so much the way that I am in, re- in real life. I, it's, I find it difficult to stop talking.
3: me too but I'm not famous anyway um, but there's so many infamous thank you Um, you say that you know it's just conversational but you say so many poignant and inspiring things and in reading the book it's like I wanted to call you on the phone and be like me too such as putting all of the uh, like the magazine covers on your wall remember mom when I was a kid I had my walls were literally covered and my mom was like do whatever you want it's your room Yes. from that to like oh, you wanted, when you were young, to audition with parts and songs that were so way beyond. That's I wanted great. to do Phantom of the Opera when I was in 8th grade. I was like, I should do this, right? I <laughs> no, wait, wait, we'll do a little
2: piece now.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Nighttime time. Okay, thank you. The-
0: okay. Well, that's, you know. <laughs> Next. We, I think that what you figure out when you get older, you know, you go through a period when you're younger where, you know, you're in your own bedroom and nobody believes in you but you somehow believe in yourself. And again, part of the reason you put up these faces, I think, is they were my friends you know i somehow i knew if nobody else believed in me i knew that all these people that were looking at me believed in me all their sort of smiling faces i was going to somehow be in the movies and so but i love the idea that when you're a kid i mean i would sing songs like <laughs> the man i love <laughs> you know because i saw new york new york yeah. yes i have no you know dude He'll come along, the man. You know, and I practice trying to catch, you know, that Liza yeah. catch in your voice, and you have no. Yes, way. and I would bring That's, my that's t-
2: medication. Topic. It's not catching
3: anything.
0: But you bring yourself to tears, you know, and then what happens? You get is, so yes, yes, you're so that. into yes. it. Yes,
3: you're like, you, damn, I'm good.
0: But then, right. And then you know, which is you know, which you need some of that. then, as an adult, you get all that knocked out of you, you know and then at a certain point somewhere along the way, I you know, I th- write about having that all kind of in a sense come back to you and really like that's sort of the fun part of being in show business all and I've never I've always tried to retain that joy and I've certainly gone through periods where that you know where bad things happen to me or whatever but um I, I try to you know i try to retain that cinematic joy i had as a kid
3: and well, and that's important from your book because you made
1: the ability to to retain that joy even 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 when it's being beat out of you i mean as adults we're 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 told we're not supposed to play we can't play you know that's for kids but as actors, we 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 get to play, and and to, to be able exactly. to have joy with that is
0: well. Is and amazing. then on top of it, imagine, and you guys seem sort of like minded in terms of loving movies, because you know, again, it's classic beyond movies. loving movies. It's it's almost movies. like a religion. So you know, when I'm sitting there with somebody like Roddy McDowell, who I've already mm. seen in movies, and I he know was like him, the original
3: gunkle, Gay Uncle. <laughs> <laughs> And I love in your book, you're like Hugo's in West Hollywood. I'm like, mm, yes, and I know. No, yeah. That's the now, Ileana, Just so you know, it's turned into the Hangover Breakfast Place. <laughs> I know,
0: but you know, back in the day, it was the health place. That was you were supposed to. That's what you know. They have I was, a full bar now. Yes. No, I know. I'm. I. I. Now, I. I know. I go there, but you know, I mean, imagine somebody like Ronnie McDowell in that, in, you know, in that voice that we know so well, and he says. Marilyn could not hold on <laughs> to joy, you know. And I was like, "Is he saying like Marilyn?" Yes, I think there's only I think there's only one Marilyn yeah. that he's.
3: But I think that about. that's one of your most endearing qualities because your grandfather, obviously Melvin Douglas, was consummate actor. You still maintain this wonderment at film, and that's so intoxicating with your book. And I grew up with that. We had a neighbor that gave us his beta machine and two hundred black and white beta old film movies, and so Ooh. that's what I grew up on speaking this language, knowing who these actors were, having them inspire me daily. And then you get into, like, you know, on a date or whatever, and you're like, oh, yeah, that Betty Davis movie. And I'm like, who? And it's like, what?
0: <laughs> yes. But I
3: love Maybe this. Maybe you're dating the wrong
2: people. Well, I know, <laughs> I, I know. That's another show. Yeah. 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 yeah.
3: But you have this wonderment still. And you've been through so many aspects of film, from a YouTube series, Easy to Assemble, mm-hmm. to Scorsese film, to uh, Hits and Misses, to TV, Seinfeld, yeah. everything but you still maintain this childlike, and I don't mean childlike in a bad connotation, you still Mm -hmm. have this wonderment, which is so intoxicating. Um, When you watch movies now, do you still have that
0: wonderment? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, you know, it was kind of disheartening watching the Oscars this year because... Mm. so what <laughs> my question, Deliano! We are brother and sister. We're twins. <laughs> <laughs> let's just, let check. Because, question. you know, for me, that is, that's like my drug. That's, you know, I was a kid and, we, you know, we'd get in our pajamas and you watch the Oscars and, you know, when, when I didn't have two cents to scrape together and... You know, I remember my you know my friends. You know, I like you know cut with cut up hot dogs. And he'd put celery in it as if that was like the <laughs> celery vegetable. and hot dogs the in the
3: coffee maker. Used to boil it in the coffee maker. Yes. It was eggs and and hot
0: dogs. It's oh, a good filler.
2: One. Where's the violin? Well, we had a,
0: we, we could only, we didn't have enough money to turn on the gas, so we had electricity. <laughs> so we had a percolator. So in the morning we'd make coffee, and then at night we could cook hot dogs like, and hard boiled eggs. Yeah. You it's can like repulsive. You can
1: percolate
3: food.
0: Uh, yeah (laughs) apparently don't try that at home folks well again and then become
3: famous so that (laughs) all of our listeners (laughs) that are aspiring actors (laughs) tomorrow they're all going to be doing hot dogs and eggs (laughs) you need to do a cookbook next yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. cooking with (laughs) 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 iliana
2: percolating parties yes (laughs) Get Paula <laughs> Dean on this. Yeah. No, no, you no. don't need. But uh,
0: so much of that kind of, like you say, that glamour, that joy has been removed. I mean, remember when they used to have the Chuck Workman, uh, the little oh, dog the, the from the, clips, the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Of them and they'd have the same music, ba-ba, 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 mm. They'd have like the theme from The Natural, da-da-da, da-da-da, And I'd be crying, and you know. But you don't. There's no more of that. Like I'm in the movies, mm. you know. Like that's always that thing that. We that got me through as a as a kid, and I still feel it, of course, when I'm on a lot like Paramount. I mean, when I was coming here today, yeah. you know, I think of yeah. all the whenever I step on a lot,
3: Well, especially it. being on this prestigious uh, show. Yes, I would be nervous, too. I would, I would have some excitement. Yes. But
0: also, no, don't you
2: feel there's so many award shows that by the time we get yeah. to the Oscars, it's, it's like it really, we've seen but, the people, we've heard the no, thank you note, the thank you speeches already. Yeah. But here's the thing. Out.
3: We had Shirley Jones on the show maybe about four weeks ago, and we played her acceptance speech. The whole tone was so different. Yes. Everybody was very serious. There was mm. no stupid jokes. It yes. was about let's honor people and their craft. She didn't yeah. thank
2: God or anybody?
3: No, yeah. she came up in this beautiful gown that she had to pick up to actually carry. Yes. But there was they just still a whole do that. It needs to go, needs yeah. to go back it, to that. It's the men now yeah. with the, with the gorgeous the gowns. It needs
0: to go back to that. They went so far. Like, everybody has this need, you know, and I like Louis C.K.'s funny, but, you know, this need to comment, on to tweet. Like, everybody's got to have the last word and they got to make a comment. And uh, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the dignified glam. I mean, I missed the glamour of of it being, you know, the Academy Awards.
2: And where were you when uh, Melvin was nominated in the whole Oscars that, oh, that year? Where do you remember I watching
0: was, it? I do. I watched it. I was a kid. Um, uh, I believe it was Goldie Hawn that uh, that I've never met Goldie Hawn, but I have. I have that's connection. a whole. That's a whole other show. <laughs> really? <laughs> we we she's working her. at Subway down Excited. the street. We'll okay. go say hi okay. after the show. <laughs> but uh, believe she. I believe she announced him as as winning and where and, were you I was okay. home. I was in Connecticut, and what I was actually going to go with my grandfather I was really thrilled. And then he was uh, uh, my my grandmother was was not well, and she was in the hospital, so he couldn't he couldn't go. But then his immortal words afterward, I called, him. I was like, "Grandpa, mm. you won an Oscar," and he said, "Yes, I be- I beat a child and a horse." <laughs> <laughs> you you had such uh, a
3: beautiful relationship with your grandfather, which no, I just you. loved. Um, I have a very special relationship with my grandmother. My question, though, we have so many chapters about uh, you on the commune, which is so hilariously funny, but it's about you being destitute and then being poor, going to New York Mm -hmm. and, and struggling. Why did your grandfather say, hey, here's,
0: you know... Well, I mean, again, it's interesting because I've, I've been asked that a couple times. First of all, he was supporting us. As, oh as, yes,
3: and, and and you get that in terms yeah, of yeah,
0: as much as he could. And at when I got uh, to be older, and by the time you know, so I was on the set of being there, and you know, he he really saw okay, she really wants to do this, and was sending me movie books and things like that. And so he was obviously going to be paying for my college. And then when I went on the set of Ghost Story, which is another mm. completely crazy story, I didn't even. Even tell this story of how he said his idea like when I, I was a kid and I got in musical theater I got in this uh show uh the boys from Syracuse they'd be like grandpa I'm gonna be on the boards <laughs> like you you know uh, I'm gonna be in musical theater and so I told him I'm gonna be doing boys from Syracuse his idea of helping me was to arrange a meeting with Mrs. Ma- Mrs. Richard Rogers <laughs> Just you know, you know. And did like, you have that
2: meeting? Yes. Oh my, oh my God. God! Yes. <laughs> Were you scared?
0: Like terrified. <laughs> what am I going to say? Like, I don't know. And did you go there up to no. our
2: penthouse in New York? Yes. There oh was no God.
0: internet. <laughs> you know when? i like, she was a very dignified woman I can't remember what I, I was like hey lady I'm gonna be doing boys from Syracuse
2: where were you doing this show
0: uh, at the Hartford Stage Company Youth Theater and oh then-
3: this is such a funny story because you pretended to be an inner city kid youth oh, yeah. whatever well, I'm, I'm not I'm a- not <laughs>
0: Yeah, I saw – well, again, as I tell in the book, my mom was like so cheap that she wouldn't – she refused to buy a newspaper and it was only 50 cents. And she would say things like – you know, she was were, like refusing to pay for for something, but, uh, but she would read it. She didn't mind reading a week-old paper – And she'd say, what's the, you know, she's Italian. She's like, well, the news is not going (laughs) to change. And you get it from the neighbors. So (laughs) I'd run down, I'd ride my bike, but I had to, I started doing a movie review show which of course I foisted on everybody. No <laughs> nobody asked for a movie <laughs> review show, but I was determined that I was going to do a movie review show. So my excuse to my I needed to look at the paper to see the times of the movies and um, while I got this paper again like, you know, like a bad movie. I'm like Oh my god, oh. you know, I see this thing auditions for the Hartford Stage Company youth theater. There's one problem. And I saved the article because again, my like so many times there were stories I would tell my editor and he's like this cannot be <laughs> true. <trendy." laughs> I actually have the article. And in the article it says, you know, inner city because again, you could say ghetto. You know, all these words you can't say anymore. It said
2: ghetto. Yeah, in the
0: g- inner city ghettos, you know, high risk backgrounds, oh my. you know. Yes. And, you know, so we think we know what that means. So I was not an inner city kid from a high-risk background. But you were determined. The, but I was like <laughs> – but I said, I have got to get mm-hmm. into this program. Mm-hmm. And so um, – There was a family that we knew that lived in the inner city, and so I was like, "Can I just use your house as a mailing address?" And
1: (laughs)
2: your ghetto,
0: yeah. yeah. So they agreed.
1: (laughs) The adopted ghetto.
0: And that got me into the that got me into audition, and then for the show, and then which I almost I almost blew it because I didn't know that you had to have. uh,
3: Love the story. They brought. They brought.
0: They said, you know, bring your sheet music. And of course, I brought the sheet music. I'd listened to the record, you know, one thousand <laughs> times on an album. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd have to play yeah. it, go back, and it's maybe this time from you know, cabaret. And Just a w- little ditty. Yeah. <laughs> well, I t- it was between that and the man I love. Yeah. <laughs> I finally, but I finally decided maybe this time because yeah. they they would realize that you know at age fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> My complete desire and commitment <laughs> to be in show business. Right. You know? But as a
3: kid, you th- you you just you imagine all of this like yes, they're gonna it's see it's got to happen, yes. happen
0: sometime. No, I was like, oh, they're gonna go. You are the next. <laughs> we're throwing out <laughs> two gentlemen of Verona. <laughs> that was the musical. We're <laughs> we're gonna throw it. We're gonna write a show around <laughs> you. You're the next Liza Minnelli.
3: But you have to think that way as as a performer. Right? I
0: totally thought that way, and then I was so rattled. Because my parents, my father showed up the day of my audition and got in a fight with my mom. And I was like looking at the clock and going, I'm going to miss like this. I'm going to literally miss this audition because they're fighting. And then they got in the car, and the fight continued. It was like, as I say in the book, it was like Edward Albee, like best of (laughs) every, you know, because it was really what was so important in our family was I don't know if other families like this. It was important to assign blame. Once we (laughs) once we establish whose fault something is, after arguing about it for three hours, we can move on. But yeah, but then I went in, and I was so rattled by that experience. I already had this emotion, and then I started to sing, and the piano player informed me that I was singing in the wrong key because Uh-oh. I had I had learned it off of the record. I just had the sheet music. and I was so shaking, but somewhere, you know, deep inside of me, I just said, "I'm I'm singing in the right key. I'm singing in the key of Liza." <laughs> oh, Tell
3: that to a piano player, and they'll <laughs> love you. <laughs> and
0: you're in the wrong key.
3: I wonder. I, I wonder uh, what that piano player is thinking right now. Like, no, like knowing who you are. That like- was Barry Manilow.
0: Yes. <laughs> that was, well, it was one of these. He, he, no, I'll never forget it because of course the piano player was like, "Idiot," you know. But it was one of these things. The director Clay Stevenson may rest in peace, poor guy. He's no longer here. But I'll never forget him uh african-american he had this huge fro and he used to wear clogs which i always remember <laughs> he'd he'd sit and he was sitting at the table and he kind of looked around like kids got moxie you know <laughs> but now what and then they all gathered and i was like what's gonna happen now what's gonna happen now and then the musical director whose uh, name was john johnson he they had this little confab and they said, um, he said, you know what? And he had the guy switch places. He sat down at the piano, and he said, you know what? Why don't you sing, and I will play? Uh-huh. And I started to sing, and then he said, uh, you're in C, By the way. And I said, yeah, like I said, key of Liza. Liza. (laughs) And they (laughs) and again, like they Uh laughed. So I had it. But then what was really interesting was like, and I could feel my legs Uh like just shaking. (laughs) And then and what really, of course, happened, great acting lesson, was like all that fear of like, this is it. I can't blow it this time. And by the time I got to that, you know, (laughs) it's gonna, (laughs) I really was like crying and they were crying. They cheated they got up and they cheered and i got out of the room i mean i was i was exhausted <laughs> but i got in the uh i got in the show and i was I ended up being in the program for four years, and uh, wow. just changed my life. Absolutely changed my life. It's well, like
1: to, well, to tell a piano player that he's in the wrong key when you're in an audition, I think that convinced him. But drop his name and you're oh, fine. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna cut me. Who were your I, idols
1: back then? I mean, who were you thinking? Well, I wanted to be like.
0: Uh, no, I mean there was. T- she it, met most of like you uh, met uh, most of your idols. Didn't yeah, you? But not at be... that
2: point. I mean,
3: when well, you I very v-
0: I, I idolized. Liza Minnelli. I wanted to be Liza Minnelli. I I completely idolized Richard Dreyfus. I had like a crate. I was obsessed with him. I'd seen him in so many movies at the drive in. And he represented to me, because I think he was like a big kid in a sense. And I was sort of a smart aleck. And he represented for me who I wanted to be. He had such confidence in himself. And he wasn't like the best-looking guy, but he was really cocky and he was really funny. And he was really smart. And I felt when I was a kid that I was really smart. And I was like, these suckers don't understand me. i gotta, <laughs> I got to brush the dust off this town and get the <laughs> hell out of here. I have
3: to say, reading your book, because you you wrote about him in the book, Richard Drivers has never been one of my favorites, and I'll just say it out there, never been Aww, one of my favorites. Boo. But you talked about his performance uh, in Jaws, and you talked about how he was thinking on camera, which you've kind of incorporated yes. into your, uh, and then I started looking at him like, Oh my God! You're right.
0: Maybe I don't dislike him. <laughs> oh well, he's an interesting person to study because, there in my opinion, there would be no Seth Rogen, there would be no Jonah Hill, there would be no Adam Sandler, there would be no hmm. Billy Crystal. Adam Sandler without, can go. It's
3: fine. <laughs> well,
0: but in that, yeah, I, I, you know, but in within that trajectory, I mean, when you think of Billy Crystal in, um, you know, Sleepless in Seattle. It was already done by Richard Dreyfuss. There was no, like, Jewish male lead in a comedy. There, it just, you know, plus he did win the, you know, he won an Oscar for The Goodbye Girl, which has not, no actor has won since Richard Dreyfuss.
2: For a comedy? For
3: a
0: comedy. Oh, wow. And it's happened very few times anyway. It's only happened a few times. Um, and, well, and regardless. talking about
3: Billy Crystal, I mean, what a great Oscar host. That's back yes. to the old uh, style of, of Hollywood. yes. Um, So Ileana, I just have to ask, um, when you walk onto a set now, because you've been on so many sets, and Mm -hmm. I love the chapter uh, when you go to be in there, and what I love about you as an actress is you have such a respect for the director. And you kind of let the director be. Even the funniest uh, chapters in m- my mind are about uh, Bella Mafia. Oh, da- yeah,
0: <laughs> uh, David Green. Mm-hmm. It, it was about age ninety nine when we did <laughs> with Bella the Mafia. Director. He had directed Roots. Okay, <laughs> it's a classic. He had directed yeah. a movie. Go to, if people are listening. Go to the inter- Internet right now. The, a movie that haunted me. They, it was like an after school movie at four. They would show a movie at four. It was called The People Next Door. With I love Eli- that movie. You, oh. d- with Eli Wallach about a girl, their daughter becomes a drug addict. And it was so upsetting and disturbing. that. And he had directed that film. So in the brief moment of the first day when he talked to me before Vanessa Redgrave came on set. Afterwards, he hated me, which I explained. But we, in the beginning, he liked me for 15 minutes until I discovered that, you know... Vanessa came on, and apparently, again, there was no internet then, so they had this history. They didn't speak. They had done a movie together, and they weren't speaking.
3: Whatever happened to Baby Jane? They did the yeah. the
0: reboot, which is
3: if go get. It's only on VHS, and I actually own the VHS. You uh, have to watch the remake of the Redgrave Sisters doing whatever happened to Baby Jane. You just have to. What's a VHS? Really? Really stand? <laughs> oh. You're still on beta, girl. There you go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but we did this scene, and I was ta- I was saying to Vanessa Redgrave, you know, just like a little kiss ass. So I was like, you know, i saw you in Orpheus descending. I was in the acting school. Oh, that's lovely. Oh, that's lovely. You know, like she loves me. You know, so we were doing the scene, and then you know, she she was like, no, no, I don't, I don't think so. And Ileana agrees. You know, she was starting to immediately argue with the director... And she said, No, no, that would never happen. And Ileana agrees with me, doesn't she? And I went, Uh d- yeah.
3: You cannot disagree with Vanessa Redgrave. You, yeah, you because just she had already
0: invited me. We the first day we did some scene, every scene was ridiculous where it's like slips and cleavage. Remember, this is the this is the show that had been described by the uh, uh, the executive from CBS's tits and guns. It's gonna be you can't Great you know. Combo. We
3: actually have the trailer. Can you walk through Uh-oh. the trailer oh yes yeah. let's see okay. let's see
0: who's wearing what who's is anyone wearing oh wait this one's cape fear yes
3: i'm prepared Eliana. yeah poor kurt is straight so which one did you want first
2: cape fear? why do you always the, mention his straight
3: because you know
2: you're harassing him i
3: think yes he's yes, gonna yeah, file okay. tomorrow <laughs> the bella uh okay. yes Okay, so he's going to keep your microphone on. Just walk us through this trailer. <laughs> the music.
0: Laughing. Kurt, she has to see it. When innocence <laughs> is lost. Yeah. It's
3: so ridiculous that oh, it would be a gay
0: class. Uh, it would be.
3: Is destroyed.
0: It was the highest rated.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, look oh. at the slow-mo. Yeah. When a family is murdered <laughs> by Peter Bogdanovich. <laughs> oh, there's Vanessa. Oh. She's Vanessa. giving it to us. Yeah. Oh.
3: And then music uh, change. Yeah,
0: that was Dennis Never. Farina.
3: Which you loved him. him. Jimmy, James there's, Marsden. James, there's oh. Dennis. Oh. It's an all-star oh. cast.
0: I love that she has a fan. <laughs> she has a fan. I know. Uh-oh. Uh, uh. Yeah. That's, there we are. We need to make with the veils. I remember with that. the veils. Yep, the veils. There's oh, Nastasia. So Nastasia Kinsky. The there's Jennifer Tilly. It's almost like a Bravo
3: show at at this point.
0: Yeah. With the opera, it's so... There's more Jimmy Marsden.
3: Oh, smell the rose. Smell the rose. And the gun. Uh, Slow-mo. Oh, God. Oh, God. What's happening? Fire. Yes.
0: More Jimmy Marsden. Lots of cleavage. A knife. Some blood. Jennifer
3: Tilly. Ileana Douglas. There we go, yeah, Yeah,
0: girl. Valley of the
2: Dolls hair, yes. (laughs) Yes. And
0: Valley of the Dolls
3: was one of the like,
0: yeah. Oh no, 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 no. We we. I at a certain point, Jennifer Tilly and I just decided to like literally make fun of the movie while we were in it. Like I was like, I'm gonna do Patty Duke. I, you know, no, I did. Somebody, you got that? We we just started literally. You know, we if we had a line like there on the table, <laughs> Jennifer Tilly and I would be like there on the okay. table, you know, just literally trying to see will people at home notice that we're making <laughs> fun of this? Uh, but uh, uh. and they're saying, yes, it's it's it was literally like nothing I had ever experienced. Where did every- you film this? Uh, various. Let me see. Various locations. I'm not sure which. No, no. <laughs> what what, what it's, state? Oh, oh, California. California. Okay. California. Do you yeah. like going thing- on
1: location? Lucid.
0: We weren't in location. Mm. We there was like a whatever. I was trying to remember the actual studio because there was a fake, like back Italian yeah, back, back lot, lot. <laughs> and that was like where we did a scene. And I literally everybody was always hogging the camera. The Grove. Or
3: stealing cool. your outfits. One of the funniest stories yeah. is the Ultra. whole thing about the nuts. You made a whole thing about. Nuts. Who's got the nuts? Can I eat a nut?
0: Yes. Well, we, the the director, David Green, who by that point, like, just hated me. Uh, we went to do the scene, and Vanessa was in the scene, and it was going to be me and Vanessa and Jennifer Tilly. And they had just, as production, had put uh set design and put, like, a bowl of nuts on the table. And I started to eat the nuts, and David Green had a... He, he was also deaf, you know, so he'd be like, he would always say, what, what's happening? Oh, oh, I hate this kind of acting. What are they doing? he would be like, we can hear you. <laughs> but he, he didn't want me to eat the nuts. It turned into, I was like, I'm here, I'm meeting her, I'm nervous. I I'm, was like attempting mm-hmm. to actually take the scene seriously. And then it got into this... Can't you, you know, do the scene without the nuts? Then it was like the whole, you know how things on a set go, holding on the nuts, you know, we're holding <laughs> the nuts. It's so like if people are laughing. It's becoming this thing. But I started to like really get – I, you know, angry. I was like, if you don't want me to eat the nuts, take the nuts away. And he's like, Are you saying you cannot do the scene with the nuts? I was like, I, I don't know what you're saying anymore. I'm saying that you're nuts. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. So it just, and he he uh, he finally, after this crazy elongated fight in which I lost it and said, I worked on a mountain and it was easier than doing Bella Mafia. <laughs> and he, he said, Fine. You eat the nuts, and I'll shoot it, and we'll all go home early. And that was the the whole like crazy part of it. And then, after this complete explosion, and we do the scene, and it's over, and I'm exhausted, he's a he, he and he films it. He says, Oh, well, I was going to do a lovely close-up of you, but we ran out of time yes. because you wanted to discuss the nuts. <laughs> it was like, it was, you know, so as much as anger and, 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 you know, yelling at each other a minute later, it would just be like, he'd say something completely crazy out of his mind, and um, it was hysterical. I but think we need a nuts.
2: sequel to this movie, don't
0: you think? Oh, they're almost, they're... they're, they're there should be. They're, I'm s- I'm telling you, this is
3: every gay man's dream. Yeah.
0: And we literally, I mean, again, saw the as a joke, during the film, I actually watched, I had everyone over and we watched Valley of the Dolls, okay. which Perfect. Vanessa had never seen and we, we watched it together. Oh my God, you should do with the With Jimmy Marsden of, of what? A Bella Mafia?
3: Valley of the Dolls. is oh. actually Isn't that happening? I was
2: writing well, Jennifer, with Betty Thomas a remake called Valley of the Dolls, The Relapse. Ileana, oh, yeah, magic
3: happens on this show, so yes. here's yeah. we go. go. So um, I hate to retread yes. territory, but I have to ask. Sure. You know, Cape Fear, and I, I re-watched it just paying attention to your performance, especially yes. after um, after after reading the book. Mm-hmm. You know, there was so much pressure, and I love your approach to it mm-hmm. and what you said in the book, that music is such a huge part when I'm acting, I'm obviously not on your level, but I always make a <laughs> well, soundtrack to every show, every whatever, yes. and I really get in the mode music is so important. And I love that you had this moxie the same way that you showed with the mm-hmm. inner city audition. You're like, you know what? I'm doing a scene with Robert De Niro and this is how I'm going to play it, so much so that you changed the drink from wine to Seabreeze. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, can you recount like the feeling Walking? Did you have a trailer or like what? What was I did?
0: I mean, I did have a trailer. It was very small. It was like my first movie, probably a half half a trailer, what do they call it, a two-banger or something, but no, what was interesting about the experience was that, you know, after passing a series of auditions in which I simply did improv with Robert De Niro, I was now there in the film, and we were about to do the scene, and it was largely going to be improvisation, Mm -hmm. so I was really nervous and really kind of locked into like well okay huh, we're here and it was like that moment when, you know when I, which i write about you know when you're in acting school and the worst thing i was really bad at preparation which was called emotionally preparing i'd stand in the route in the room and you know be like my mother's dead my mother's dead. Oh. method no wow. she's not well, <laughs> she's not deep at deep? all oh well i hope i hope they've got I something good in really there is. you know but um i just thought That between he and Martin Scorsese, they were going to come up with something Mm -hmm. brilliant. And I would just have to react off them because I was like, I'm a comedian. I mean, I'm not supposed to be here. You know, Elias Mm Kateas was supposed to, because we were in school together, he wanted, I thought like I'd be doing a sitcom in LA. I didn't think I'd be doing movies with Robert De Niro, but um, I got there and it was very intimidating. You know, you get to the set and uh, I was trying to make it my own. And the guy just, I wanted to have a certain drink a sea breeze I, I had all these you know sort of acting ideas and he's like you're drinking wine that's what we have <laughs> you know just plopped it there and every, again, the focus that was on, you know, Mr. De Niro, do, do you need it, Bob, do you need anything? There, I love when you get on a film <laughs> set, too, and suddenly everyone is like, thinks you're thirsty. There's like this odd, <laughs> do you need a water? They want to make your sure water? you're not doing drugs. They want you hydrated. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Nobody asked me for anything. <laughs> nuts, maybe? No, yeah, no, no nuts. <laughs> but we're there and we're, we're, we started to rehearse the scene, you know, and I'm like, I'm, Getting you know jazzed up. I have been acting school, obviously, and I'm like, I'm sort of starting to hype All up right. and do my thing. And um, and De Niro just goes, blah uh, blah 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 blah. I'll move like this. Uh, blah blah blah. I may take a drink. Uh, blah blah blah. And he's like going doing this, and I'm sitting oh, there man. going, "Those are not the lines in the scene." <laughs> I'm pretty blah, sure. Blah, blah. But but everybody else again was just like
3: placating to him but here's when when I read that I got mad as an actor I was like no like I felt, well, he didn't have respect for you sharing this scene, and wouldn't he want the scene to be as good as it could be? So why wouldn't he have committed to rehearsal? That's that's what I took from reading that passage from the book. Mm. Well,
0: it's interesting the, to me. In my mind, I just took it like he's a genius. They're, ge- you know, he's obviously. You know, but he like, didn't
3: I, know what you were going to do. What if you were a really bad actress?
0: Was I mean, he saving it for the? I have no idea. It <laughs> I mean, was like first, yeah. it was like my first movie. You know what I mean? Like, would you have the fourth... I mean, to me, I'm like. I just, just don't get fired. My only, my only thing is, like, don't do something stupid. Don't You're get fired. You on the fired. set with De Niro, Just for Christ wait Christ. for what he does, and you'll do something afterwards, you know?
3: Well, watching the full film, you know, Robert De Niro had his, had his set idea for his character, and he was that. He was so different in his scene with you. I thought, oh, we see a little bit of who he was, and he was put off guard. Yes. Because... He didn't know what you were doing, mm-hmm. and we saw behind this this killer. We got to see Robert De Niro a little uncomfortable. Do you mind if we play like sure. a little bit, sure. of it, and, and and you can walk us through? Is James there. Marsden in this, <laughs> <laughs> but you can see Robert De Niro's face yes. is that. Uh,
0: I'm drinking a sea breeze. I hope look at
3: you, just.
2: Them. But you gotta stay sober. If you ain't sober.
3: He smiles. A chance, I'm just He's a little man. uncomfortable. Yeah. Do tell. <laughs> Get you on the shot, no?
0: Yes, this is anyway. yes, all funny. improv. It's long, it's Are you a, kidding? I I How do you improv, improv rape <laughs> you oh. a rape scene?
3: Iliana, what I feel is that you have control in your scenes with Robert No, I really feel that.
0: Scandal. A Whose face are you looking at in the shot? <laughs> that was one of those crazy... You know, we shot the scene for two days. It's one of those Marty scenes arresting. where the bed was elevated and the camera was shooting down. down. <laughs> <laughs> Officer, I swear, it's all of it. us. <laughs> yeah, it's all of us. There's just this
3: freedom.
2: There were no lines. They didn't write that line.
0: What well, he did to me
3: hurt a lot it's worse man. Okay, well, Kurt, we don't need to play the rest because it's censored in Sweden. So. Yeah, it is.
0: The bite is, you couldn't see the bite. Yeah, um, that was all improv. That was all wow. improv.
3: But during that scene, especially reading your book, yeah. I was like, Robert De Niro was like, uh, what's happening during my scene? And you totally took control. Um, so let's talk about Scorsese. Yes. Do you mind? Sure. Uh, you dated him for
0: about nine years. Yes. Yes. Can you watch a Scorsese During, film? <laughs> During that scene, too, which was challenging. But you know what? Like so would
2: you go home and talk about it? No. No? No, no, no. I
0: was really like, I, no, I mean, I How was... How did you know not to do that? Well, because that was a really, really hard scene. I mean, again, when you're starting out, you know, it's funny. After you've been doing this for 20 years, it becomes a little easier. But, you know, you don't just... There was – I finished that scene that first day, and it was 17 hours that mm. was the first day. And, you know, I just went back to my hotel room and cried. I mean, it mm. just was like I had to stay in that mindset once – I had that experience that first day It was like, you're on your own kid. You got to like, you got to take, it was an important, again, it was an important life lesson of you have to take him out of the equation. Don't worry about him and what he's going to do. Worry about yourself. You went to, you went to acting school. You know how to do this. Like, you know how to do this. Just do it. Don't get, don't worry about people liking you or whether you, why you're here, or what your credit's going to wh- be. Where'd you
2: get that from? Like, how did you yeah, know those yeah, life yeah. lessons? I mean, from a, your
0: I don't parents, not, or no, where'd not, get it? Not from my, from, just from yourself. Yeah, just from within myself. I think it, it just. Uh, having a sense you know what I mean As, uh, just having a sense that like that we're filming this now and I had watched I did have the experience where on Goodfellas I watched actors just literally melt working with Robert De Niro it's hard and I, I mean he's like you know he's a, one of the world's great great actors his magnetism his presence is astonishing and it's hard not to be like I, I it. <laughs> you know so I didn't want that to happen to me I had the you know, I just I just said, you can do this. And so, like, I had music that I listened to specifically was at a James. I thought that mm, was uh. going to get me into this really boozy. I wanted to be, um, you know, almost like suicidal, reckless, because I felt I had been wrecked. You know, in my life, uh, as we all are, we have that like, well, I'm going to show mm-hmm. him, you know, some guy you know, breaks up with you and you go out and you get drunk and you do something stupid and you behave recklessly. And I wanted her, the whole thing was to be literally until the second it's happening and then she realizes it. And that's what creates, of course, the horrible tension for the audience. As an
3: actor, if I had like a tough day on set, I would want to go to my significant other and cry all this out. Was Marty always the filmmaker in your mind or did yeah, you have a boyfriend?
0: Our, no, I mean in in that didn't have, in, like- in terms of that again, that movie and I think again this must come from having my grandfather be Melvin Douglas and having a sense of presence of like you have to be, you are being given an, an opportunity here. And he is a filmmaker, and you have to make this film. And you can't be like, no, he is not your boyfriend during this movie. You're an actor. You went to the neighborhood playhouse. You studied with Sanford Meisner. You ha- studied with Richard Pinter. Like, I had great teachers, and it was, I thought it was important for me to separate myself and not complain, and do my work, you know, be a professional. And I think that that probably comes from my grandfather. Did you
2: have a, a best friend
0: or a girlfriend or a gay uh, friend that you actually, Stan, to? Actually, Stan, this is one of my questions. Like, uh. who,
3: who do you hang out with?
0: These days? Or yeah, the, like, or the, like
3: today. Like, like, who do you hang out with? Who does Eliana Douglas hang out with? Because uh, I would be yeah, intimidated. Not me, obviously. To have breakfast. She's... Although, invite me to breakfast tomorrow at Hugo's, and I'll be there. But, and uh. we'll, we'll take snaps of each other.
0: Well, I have friends that are, um, you know, that uh, you know, Cinefamily. I'm at Cinefamily quite a bit. I'm, I'm friends with a lot of comedians. A lot of.
2: Are you more friends with guys,
0: girls? I would say a nice mix. Um, are they of in girls. entertainment? Cause yeah, you have comedians. Primarily in com- uh, comedians, uh, actresses. Some of the younger actresses. If you weren't
2: here, what would you be doing on a, on a Tuesday oh. night?
0: Well, I'd probably be home watching the election and oh, then chopped or watching the. Mo- I'm watching. Hillary, a movie. come on. I usually okay. watch a movie, like I'll watch television, then i watch, I usually, you know, f- we all have friends that are in series, but usually late at night, like as I go to bed, I have to watch a movie. I, it's, that's that's old my movies? thing. Yeah.
1: Isn't this usually the time New I movies ask a wake deep and question? <laughs> no, we
3: don't. Here's the thing, though. I <laughs> yeah. love your love of old movies because I have that too, and it's yeah. so hard to share that. It's harder and harder. I love that Turner Classic Movies uh, has you on board. Yes, uh, what's his name Ben uh... Mankiewicz yeah is he yeah. fun
0: oh the best
3: should I have him on the show
0: Yes. Okay. Okay. Oh, Ben is very uh, wry. He's very wry. I, I adore him. He's Ileana, a wonderful person. Eliana, we're almost
3: running out of time. Yes. We oh, haven't no, even. Oh, no. No. let's I'll keep going. No, no, we'll go no, no. Go to the bar across, across the street. We will come even... back. <laughs> no, 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 we haven't even gone through my eight pages of oh, notes. Uh, will you come back on the show for Eliana yes. part two? I'll come back. Because I need to talk about Six Feet Under. I need to talk about yes, so much. That was fun. Other that was stuff. great. Experience. I need to ask you just one quick sure. question, and then we're going to have to give our, get our Alan, my our, friend our, Alan Poole, who produced this. Yes.
2: So let's get him here with her and all that. And talk Wonderful. About it. Love
3: Alan. Oh, he's fantastic. When do you say, I'm the actress that people want to meet? Because you always seem to say, oh, I got to meet this, and <laughs> like, I got to meet Liza No, but like, why do you do that? You, your book of work is so <laughs> okay. strong and beautiful. When do you get to say, people get to meet me?
0: I have very low self-esteem <laughs> and I am I'm also an overachiever so that could be a good thing. We
3: should date, Eliana. So
0: I'm really all I'm just thinking about is how can I do more work? you know in the limited amount of time i love working for turner classic movies again it's sort of like sh- you know that's what it's it, keeping film yeah, alive it's shining a light on what i love to do which is which is movies and how how movies are you know they're all part of our shared memories and i want people to remember you know how much i mean again for me these were movie gods and and so so many times in my life when i was down you know i tell specific stories about literally You know, I had a pilot that was – I was devastated. I probably would not have written again. I was so ground up and spit out by the experience that it was like, you know, on the shelf – a DVD on the shelf – and and Brian De Palma, for, he said, "Let me see it. If it's shit, I'll tell you it's mm-hmm. shit." You took
3: him to your house and you made him food.
0: Yeah, I made him a roast chicken. <laughs> Softened the blow, but you know he watched. I only it. eat steak. Just he in he watched you're it, interested. and I remember like I was in the kitchen, it was one of these horrible like shotgun houses mm-hmm. out in the that over you know over a cliff, and I had my eyes. I was like. He was watching it. There a couple laughs, and then you know, he said, "I'm telling you, don't give up on this idea." And so, for me to get back to your question, I, if somebody like Brian De Palma has that belief in me, I'm I'm okay. I'm secure with that. But I don't think of myself as much as like, look at me, I'm I'm something.
3: This is great. So this is part one of Ileana. Yes, you are coming one. back. We'll
0: come back. You're going to come We've back. We've got the TCM Film Festival, TCM Cruise. We have to... We have to dish- Can our listeners when, just, when, just come how? on? How? Dish- well, the TCM Film Festival is coming up at the end of April, okay. the beginning of May. I'm gonna So be you doing- come on
3: before the end of April then? Yes.
0: Okay. I'm doing book signings there. That'll be fun. Then they should sign up for the TCM Cruise. Real Which is fast. incredible
3: you have to get I blame Dennis Hopper and it's the easiest read and you can download it on your tablet whatever uh, but you should buy the book because the the, the pictures are, are pretty amazing yes I want to thank everybody here uh, next week we have uh, Jim O'Hare from Parks and Recreation Lainey Kazan is on uh, I have Michael McDonald from Mad great. TV celebrating 20 years of Mad TV I want to thank all of our listeners uh, the show's just just exploded and Thank with you. with such amazing guests like Iliana. Iliana, where can people follow
0: you? Uh, uh, on Iliana Rama, they can go to my Facebook page, Iliana Rama. We also have an I Blame Dennis Hopper page, so you can see where I am. I'm going to be in Chicago, yeah. this week for the pizza. Yes, for the pizza, <laughs> for other things, and you can see all my dates all Iliandouglas.com. All those sort of find me, but Twitter is you know good place.
3: Uh, and Stan, uh, your work is like stands for itself. Where can people follow you?
2: Everywhere they know how to find me. Facebook. Stan D Zimmerman. There you go. How many Zimmer- there's there? Five thousand. Okay. There's one realtor in, in Florida. And, uh, you're I'm, get, I'm, you're I'm so, getting him. I'm work. so over him. Yes.
1: <laughs> and Michael Vega. Uh, outside the studio, you can follow me home. <laughs> um, wow. No, uh, Twitter. Michael underscore twice uh, Vega or Facebook. Michaelvega dot com. Yeah. There
3: you go. Thank you to our listeners. Uh, thank you, Kurt. Uh, what a great time. Like I just feel like I just hung out. Let's go see a
0: movie.
3: Yeah. Yes. An old movie.
0: What's your cool. yeah, what's your favorite movie?
3: Of this last year or of all all time. All time. Uh, the Women, All About Eve, or Requiem for a Dream.
0: Mm, love, love, All About Eve. That's great. I love the bandwagon. It's a great one. Twentieth Century. The third name. I'm going to be gay.
2: Wizard of Oz. I'm sorry.
0: Wizard it's Wizard not a great film, actually. It's, it's a not. great, kind of really? I'm going to take you down.
2: It's outside like Star of Wars. Gower. When you watch the original no, Star Wars, no, it's kind of boring. No, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm we got to I'm going to
1: match your gray. You're gay. Grease.
3: Sasa! I love you, all listeners. Thank you so much. This has been On the Rocks with Alexander every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Find me on Facebook on On The Rocks Radio Show. Tweet me or Instagram me at On The Rocks On Air. See you next Tuesday.